when you are buying a house, when you're sort of making those payments and getting a car, people don't sort of stop and say, well, what happens if you hate the job you're in? The job that's funding that house, if you hate it, and you now no longer have a choice and you can't necessarily get another job with that same salary, then is that going to be a good position? And most of us don't even think that way. It's, I need to get that bigger house, I need to get that better car or whatever. So, Are you searching for your ideal career, fed up of your daily grind, or simply want to hear some inspiring stories? Then you've come to the right place, because it's time to do a job you love. It's time to get work savvy. Welcome to episode 32 of the Get Work Savvy podcast, the show that aims to provide you with tips, tricks and ideas on how you can create or find a job that you're really passionate about. If we are meeting for the first time, then hi, my name's Liam. I'm an e-products manager working for a national training provider in the UK, and I'm lucky enough to say I love what it is that I do. But it did take me over a decade to find a career path that was right for me. Having originally gone into the world of work, leaving that to go back to my studies at university, and then unfortunately landing back in exactly the same position as I started out after university, I too felt lost and a little unsure about what it is that I wanted to do, or even if I could really find a job that I truly love doing. So over the weeks and months, we've been sharing with you the stories of different professionals working in a wide range of different industries. We're lucky to hear and learn about how they found or created a job for them. And in each episode, we share with you the tips and advice that hopefully you'll be able to use on your journey. In this episode, we speak to Neil Hayward-Shot, who shares with us some key tips and ideas, especially if it is that you're thinking about perhaps building your own business. One key message you've already heard from Neil is how important it is to live within your means. And if it is you're thinking about changing your career, or even if you're not really enjoying what it is that you're doing at the moment, one big consideration for many people when they're in that situation is can I afford to make that change right now? Then you've got to really think about how much you're tied to that paycheck. And a great example I've had of this is I was lucky enough to buy a new car on finance, I might add. But after that five-year period of eventually paying it off, I couldn't wait to stop my payments. But I do remember being dangled that temptation by a salesman phoning me up and offering me a better deal than what I had at the moment for a better model of car. But actually that had tied me in for paying that sum of money for another five years, which could have been a real tie. And if I'd have needed to make a shift in what I was doing, then it could have limited my options. And it almost certainly would have meant that I wouldn't be able to afford to start this podcast. So it doesn't have to necessarily mean a mortgage that you're thinking of or buying a car. It could be those little decisions about whether you make your own lunch or whether you buy lunch out every day, whether you upgrade your phone every single time it's due for renewal, whether you can make it last for another year. When you are needing to make some savings to make that investment in either some education, a new bit of equipment or even starting your own business, you've got to really think about your financial position, considering all those little costs and being savvy about how you spend your money. Neil explains how he was a contractor at one point of his career and how that particular job also allowed him to work as much or as little as he wanted to achieve that work-life balance. And I know that some roles don't necessarily provide you with that. But again, from my experience, I remember working in a supermarket and being offered as much overtime as I wanted at periods, which did mean that most of my time was then spent doing a job that I didn't necessarily want to do. Yes, I got a little bit more money, but actually after tax, I had to really consider, was it all worth it? 
compared to what I could have been doing through studying or trying to look for something else to do. But don't just take my word for it. Let's hear about Neil's experience of this as well. I really enjoyed being a contractor and I absolutely made it work for me. So you either increase your hours and your income to suit your outgoings or you reduce your incoming to suit your outgoings and get them to match. I tended to go for the lifestyle, enjoy going out for coffee during the week with my wife, flexible with the other things that I did. I'm quite involved with a local church and that takes up a bit of my time. My daughter has learning disabilities, so I wanted to be there for her and to take her to day centre and various things, pick her up and so on. So I made self-employment work for me. I didn't work all the hours. I didn't want to manage other people. I wanted not so much a job as a lifestyle and enough money to fund that lifestyle. Neil and I also spoke about how he went from working in that position to deciding to jump in and start his own company. And money obviously was a big factor in that. But something that he spoke about was that inner desire to help serve people. And I know it's something that's within me and many other people of, you know, you're keen to make other people happy and you're keen to do the best of your ability to make things work for them. But how important it is for you to have a little bit of perspective and a view of the bigger picture, because sometimes you've got to make that decision for you and no one else. And this is something Neil explains fantastically here. I have a very strong religious Christian faith. And part of that is serving other people. I appreciate there are lots of people who serve others who, who, don't, who aren't Christian, who don't have any kind of faith. But for me, that kind of drives me on. The fact that I have a child with learning disabilities, I have a very strong, happy family. I have a lot of friends. If you set things up the right way, then those challenges end up being much smaller and less important. So I suppose... The roundabout answer is a sense of perspective that the challenges in work, as we all get, are only challenges in work. They're kind of important, really. But if I leave this company, the company is not going to go under. They're not really going to care too much. They'll get somebody else. However, that's quite important for me as an individual. So keeping that perspective on the end game, keeping that perspective on family, on friends, Colleagues, yeah, they kind of matter, but to be honest, they probably don't think that much more of me. So you have that kind of attitude of what's really important in life, and then those challenges just get smaller to the point where you just don't lose sleep over them, or at least I don't lose sleep over them. Neil and I went on to discuss how when you're starting a business or when you're starting any kind of project, how easy it can be to want to do everything yourself, to be a perfectionist in knowing absolutely everything and Neil summarizes it quite fantastically in that you don't necessarily have to know everything but you need to know at least enough to be able to help guide you especially when you're starting a business and you're just simply not going to be able to do everything but you should be able to know enough to help you have those discussions with other people to get the right support for what it is that you want to do. And I think this goes for anyone in any walk of life, to be honest, because you're not going to be able to do absolutely everything all of the time. So having that little insight into how something should be done is really important. I will learn how Facebook advertising works. I'll learn how LinkedIn works. I'll learn how the boards are made. 
and then step back. I want to understand how the process works, but always with that sort of one step removed. If you don't understand it, then somebody else can make bad decisions for you and convince you to do things you don't really want to do because you don't understand. But always with that, I'm understanding it in order to manage it. I don't want to be the guy who's actually doing the Facebook advertising, but I really want to understand what the other person is doing. And again, something that Neil goes on to explain in a second is how important that is to have that understanding and have that wide knowledge of everything, but equally being able to hand that off to somebody else to do that for you, to know where the limits of your boundaries are and having that ability to say no. Because quite often, especially if you're working for somebody, you might feel that pressure to do over and above what it is that you're actually getting paid to do. Ultimately, there are only so many hours in a day and you've got to remember and remind yourself or those other people with those demands that you need that work-life balance. The fact that we require people to work till six, seven, eight o'clock when we pay them till half five. And the truth is that that's because the board or the management won't employ enough people. Whereas, you know, it should be that the door closes at half five and everyone goes home. I think pretty much in any organisation, the culture comes from the top. And one of the things that I'm personally slightly struggling with at the moment is if I want to do that for my employees, then actually I need to start doing that now. I've at least got as far as recognition that I'm struggling. (laughs) So like I said, it's easier said than done. And as Neil said there, having started his own company and business, it's something that even he's facing challenges with. So don't beat yourself up about it if it's something that you're not got the right balance for at the moment, but certainly have that as a consideration. Let's find out exactly what Neil has started building for himself, though, because I think it's an absolutely wonderful project. And I think it's something that could potentially help many of you listening. I run a startup business that's been going for just over a year called Ourboards. We make and design resources for people with learning disabilities, people who are autistic, people who have dementia. And some of those lessons we then take through into boards for businesses as well, ways of sharing and representing information. So all to do with displaying information visually. I think Neil's doing an absolutely fantastic job with our boards and I'm glad to see it going from strength to strength. Links to our boards can be found within the show notes. And also don't forget that later on, we're going to be releasing Neil's full story in a bonus episode. So if you're not already, make sure you hit that subscribe button and watch out for Neil's full story. I hope that you've taken some real good information away from this and have really thought about some of the things to help you manage perhaps some of those things that we don't often talk about. If you like the show, I'd love for you to leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or the podcast player of your choice to share this episode with anyone you feel that it would be of benefit to. And equally, reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter by searching for Get Work Savvy. Love to hear what you think. Until next time, don't forget to find a way to get work savvy. Take care, and I'll speak to you soon.